Well, well, well. Look what the Tom brought in. Hi, Jeffy. Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on this lovely podcast. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Of course. Thank you for being here, you gorgeous yeah. angel. Oh, stop. But tell me more. My voice is sounding very deep, not because I'm straight now, but because I'm a little sick. Bullshit. I knew you were straight this entire time. <laughs> you know what? Everyone was always saying, Tom gone. Yeah, we get it. We saw him, you know, wearing khakis. How dare you? How dare you? You know, I don't wear khakis or corduroy. Ooh, is corduroy straight? It's pretty straight. Nah, I haven't. I guess it is straight lines. Hey, oh. Okay, well, episode's done. All right, that's all. I mean, uh-huh. I I have a whole novella I wrote. Can I read I don't, a couple chapters? No, I don't need that. I don't want it. Yeah, the Roaring Seas. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Romcom Tom. I am your host Tom, and I have the beautiful, wonderful, smart, unfortunately not funny. That's me, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, fair. The, the base of this podcast is basically I want us to talk about really weird relationship dating stuff and, you know, also try to give advice, even though I have no uh, right to be giving anybody advice and, you know, try to make each other laugh. Yeah. OK. I know that's going to be hard for you. You know, I, honestly, I, I have a joke book that I will be using if that's all right. OK, bring it out. OK. <clears throat> Oh my god, he actually brought a book. It's very little. That's what I expect it to be. Yeah. These are probably ones you've written, right? Yeah. Page one. Mm-hmm. Bluff called. That's all I have so far. <laughs> That's all I have so far. But soon, honestly, I am going to publish some joke book. What if I did? What if it became like the 101 jokes guy now? Somebody has to hand that crown down, you know? Mm-hmm. You know that, like... That's how, how R.L. Stein got his start? It is how he got to start. And he said, what if I did jokes, but instead of jokes, they're all scary stories and nothing funny about it. Yeah. It was just ghosts instead of jokes. Yeah. Did you ever read his books? Oh, yeah. I was right in the wheelhouse for Goosebumps. What about um, the Fear Street books? I read one of those. They were... Fear Street was a little above my age. Yeah, same. So, like, when they were coming out. So, I read one. I was like, damn. I remember, like, specifically, I had, like, a woman in a bikini on the cover. And I was like, this feels like I'm reading porn. I can't read this around my mom <laughs> because my mom does not want me reading porn. So that's why Goosebumps was more my speed because it was a picture of like porn. slime on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear Street to me was like, so Goosebumps was like, this is a little bit scary. And actually, the the way that I sort of got into those books was that my friends would read them and then tell me about them. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. I was like, you tell me about it. You take the bullet and read it. Yeah. Tell me if it's too scary. And then I'll go in and read it after you tell me the full description of it. Do you not like scary stuff, Tom? I love it now. Now you do. Okay. Now I do. But as a kid, I was terrified of everything. Have you seen the new Scream? Duh. It was their opening weekend. Did you? I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? It is very good. I liked it a lot. I mean, I'm going to be hard pressed to not like a Scream. Even Scream 3 has its charm, you know. Yeah, I, I watched Scream 3 during the pandemic for the first time. How'd that go? Um, it was all right. It, I, I think, it, I mean, there's a lot in it that it like does not age well. Like, I feel like 
there's a lot of like weird style and like I don't know. The voice changer thing is just so I mean, maybe that was a thing at the time where it was just like this is too like futuristic or something. Like it was like, yeah, it was something about that weird thing. It, it, it what I do remember being like, there's no way that could ever happen. And now it that I mean, is happening no in way. our pockets. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Now um, it's it's all too real. People are using my voice all the time and like making me say bad things that I didn't say. Yeah. I you, I use your voice every time I have to um talk to a creditor and then once i put that voice on they never call back hey i'm glad i could help yeah okay so so the thing about screen three though actually i just sent this to a friend last night they jennifer jolie who is parker posey's character yes i mean she's good she's fun they're saying she may have lived she may what she may have lived wait how did she die in it i forget or not die so her death was pretty like every death in that movie was it was sort of it, it was they had toned down the violence mm. majorly so she was in the mirror like the two-sided mirror and she was like pounding on it remember and then they were yeah. shooting the mirror um and by the time they shot her mirror ghostface had killed her yeah but they're saying she may not be dead she may not be dead is she gonna return in a future movie maybe okay don't ask me all these questions. Do I don't know any answers to. All right. Sorry. I thought that's what this podcast was about. Getting the answers about Parker Posey. <laughs> no, no. That's my other one, which is uh, Parker Posey. Please pretend people Ooh, how about... participate. Okay. How about this? Yeah. I mean, I like where you're not going with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> how about Ring Around the Posey? The wow. audio compendium to the career of Parker Posey. But what about pockets full of Posey? No, you know, we're just saying ring around the Posey. But the next line is pockets full of Posey. Ring around the Posey, pocket full of rosies. <laughs> you know that song's about the bubonic plague, they say? It, I know. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty spooky. It's pretty spooky. I also mm-hmm. was listening to a podcast, uh, My Favorite Murder, and they said the etymology of riding shotgun is from when people were moving west and there would be a driver and then somebody else in front who literally had a shotgun to shoot yeah banditos and bandits so jeff thank you again for being here i couldn't find anybody good so yeah that's all right honestly it's saturday morning um i have something in five minutes but i'm good (laughs) for for now (laughs) um so Jeffy, we are. So you and I have known each other for, we've known each other for a little while, but it's true. It's our ten year anniversary right what? now. What year is it? Twenty twenty three. This is when we were on a cruise ship, huh? Ten years ago, we were on a cruise ship. Wow, right we were now. still on the cruise ship right now, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Wow, ten years ago, we were rotting on a cruise ship. <laughs> I don't know if rotting is the right term. I, I mean, mean thriving, thriving, thriving. We were being pickled from the inside out. Yeah, by the amount of alcohol we were drinking. We had a lot of alcohol, but we honestly we looked physically attractive. We were doing P ninety X. I had a six pack when I came back. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Very slight, but like it was honestly there. Oh, and, that's right, you did, and your arms and, were huge. Yeah, fuck, man, I have changed. <laughs> uh, th- that's why. Usually the camera's here now. Oh, I can move it down if you want to see my 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 gut. <laughs> no, I, I I am like um, what's her name, Vanessa from The Little Mermaid. You know Ursula when she turns into a human. Oh, it's her. She Vanessa. 
Yeah, and then she turns it back into Ursula on the ship, and she's like, "Remember that? Yeah, that's what I look like when I take my clothes off." Absolutely, and I just look, I look like Flounder from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, like they're like, "What's that?" And like, "Is that your like little fin?" And I'm like, "No, that's my penis. little something else." <laughs> we we can say penis on this podcast. We can. Mm-hmm. I know you don't feel comfortable using that word, but okay, it's my little. <laughs> did, that, that, did that pick up it, it didn't but I got something out of it your mustache just did like a little <laughs> <laughs> we were afraid to say we were afraid to call our genitalia anything when we were kids so we just called it mm-hmm. our chach our chach mm-hmm. yeah did you is you and your sister or, or your like entire family? My, my my sister and our friend group we all hung out together and uh, mm-hmm. it was just anybody if it was your butt or your crotch and yeah. it was like my chotch i got it i think yeah i always fluctuate on what i think is the funniest way to uh, talk about genitalia and I, sometimes i think it's just like penis it's, you know, just, just go scientific but like there's something about like oh babe do you want me to do you want me to scrunch my wiener for you but you gotta be all sexy about it. And you, but you say, I'm gonna scrunch my wiener. I will say, and <laughs> one of the weirdest like sexual experiences I've ever had was like someone, <laughs> this guy just kept being like, Oh yeah, my butt. <laughs> like, oh yeah, look at my butt. <laughs> like he just kept, I don't know. You feel like usually if everyone's naked, we're saying like ass or like we're saying yeah. other words, but yeah. he was just like, Oh yeah, spank my butt. Spank my butt. I don't remember what what he was saying, but I just remember being like, "This is weird. This is weird." You're just calling me my butt. Yeah, just like, oh, oh yeah, my butt. Honestly, I I get it. Every time I see a, a lady take off her shirt, I'm like, "Wow, boobs." Well, boobs is different though. Boobs it's still funny. Like, yeah, it's still yeah. I it works. It can be sexy and funny. That's true. Yeah. What is the unsexy term for boobs? That's like, wow, look at mine. Breasts, I guess. I don't know. Bazingas. Bazinga, but bazingas isn't like a child's term. Like butt is. Hmm. I, I don't even know. I, don't know. I, I think I've gotten off the rails. I don't know. I mean, um, yeah. honkers. Honkers. I don't know. What do they say in? Um, oh gosh, bazumbas. I think is isn't that what they say in hocus pocus? Bazoom. Oh, oh, what do they say? Bazungas. Wait, I know. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't think it's Bazoombas, but Max like, likes your Yabos. Yabos. It's like something that's never been said before. No, he's like, Max likes your Yabos. Matter of fact, he loves them. And she's now, like, eating the little chocolate. I would have yeah. taken her head and twisted it a hundred. Oh, absolutely. Now, do you remember when I sent you a video of Thora Birch? <laughs> One of my most cherished memories. So I was in an improv group with Derek Von Barham and Drew Anderson quite a while back. And uh we're, we're three you know, gay performers, and we wanted a gay icon as our name and landed on Thora Birch and performed for quite a while. And then one night, a few years later, she was at the Second City Main Stage show where I was working at the time and performing, not just performing, performing. That's true. Uh, And she was she was like, you know, she was a little bit of a wild audience member. Like she was up like dancing in the aisles during a song. We so we're just like, that's weird. Uh, But you know what? We moved her to dance. Uh, and then she, uh, afterwards, we ran into her at the bar at Second City. Hello, kitten. Hi, sorry. I'm trying to just move here. <laughs> oh, uh, Tom just held up a cat and pointed at me like it was a shotgun. 
riding shotgun. Um, but I saw Thora Birch in the bar, and her manager was like, "Hey, did you know that Thora Birch was at your show? This is my baby, Thora Birch." He was a little weird. Um, I don't like. It was it was a little weird, but you know he introduced us, and Ooh. I said, like, "Oh my god, my friend Tom is in an improv team called Thora Birch," and she's like, "I don't know how to feel about that." I'm like, "No, no, they idolize you." And yeah. Like, oh, okay. And I asked her to set a video. I think she thought at first, like, "Are they making fun of me?" Oh um, yeah, I would have thought yeah. the same thing, but no, yeah. we were not. <clears throat> and I I clarified that they like yeah. they were fans. So and she sent a video saying, "Hey Tom, this is Thora Birch saying, I'm Thora Birch." She was a little toasty, but you know, she was a little toasty, but. I am so happy that she enjoyed herself. And yes. also we liked, we love her so much that whenever we would perform and one of us, what the three of us wasn't there, we would change our name to Christina Ricci because we didn't want to be known as we didn't want anybody to think of us other than those three of us. That yeah. Got to be perfect. So we were Christina Ricci when she wasn't around. Now let We're me ask you. Yeah. Are you are you uh, you're are you a Richie fan otherwise or uh, yeah we are but it just it's it, not Thor Birch level <clears throat> yeah it was just sort of funny to be like okay we're not yeah. as good let's be Christina Ricci mm -hmm. um, have you seen Yellow Jackets with Christina uh, Ricci? do you like her in that I really do I I love that she's sort of entering her Binster era she's playing some weirder characters and yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, well, it's funny because, like, I mean, I, I feel like her entire life she's been playing weird characters, but now it's like really? aged weird. You know, I mean, Wednesday Adams, right? She, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I was thinking. Yeah, Thor yeah. No, I guess you're right. Oh, are we thinking about Thor? No, no, Birch? it's Christina Ricci. I got the. I was mixing yeah. them up because they were in. I was thinking of. I swapped them in the movie uh, now and then in my brain. Ah, yes. I mean. Just the darlings of the nineties, you know. I love them. I love them. Some, so of, my, much, but some of my earliest crushes were on Christina Ricci and Casper, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I wish I was dead right now. <laughs> we can make it happen. Mine really? was on Casper when he was a human. Devin Sawa, right? Devin Sawa, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they um, reunited in Now and Then later. Oh, I've never seen Now and Then. Is Natalie Portman in that too? Natalie Portman is not in it. It's Thora Birch. Christina Ricci, then two young actresses who I, I can't remember the name of, and then Melanie Griffith, Rosie O'Donnell, Demi yes. Moore, and they're all playing teenagers. No, so there's the four. I know, four, I know. Uh, <clears throat> God, I'm. I read that in my joke book, actually. Oh, did you? Well, yeah. We to edit. Okay. Fuck. Jeffy, I want to yeah. know if you have had some, if you have a funny or weird or bad date or relationship story um i do uh, uh it has to be yeah. about somebody else and not you though like you can't be the weird part oh okay <laughs> yeah. right, let me think <laughs> just kidding yeah okay thank god because i was like i feel like i definitely dated some weirder people i feel like uh in the world of comedy and like improv you i mean i'm weird myself but i feel like we're just a weirder circle of people and uh we are we are yeah. weird and before you go into it just so you know if at the end there's anything you need to edit out i'm happy yeah. to do it sure uh, i actually know something i do want to edit out right now um so there's been this noise when you talk could you edit that out for most of this <laughs> yeah i'm a b Tom, we did we did drag together remember that yes we did drag together i was talking about this so recently when when was it thursday night because i was at i had a show at io and we 
were they were playing all 90s music and the girl the boy is mine came on mm-hmm. and i sent the clip to my friend matis uh because she and i are very big fans of that song and, the, and brandy and monica but you and i did a drag lip sync to the boy is mine it was a fun time and you're, you're better than i was but i uh, I, can't, I, I can't lip sync for the life of me i i don't know that either of us were good at it no but we it was a show with west perry right it was called making out mm. with west perry i think uh or lip service i think that was lip, lip service. service lip service that's what it was making out was his other show but do you remember who did our makeup? I don't, but I, I, who was it? Shea Coulee. That's right. I, I, you know, every now and then someone would be like, you know that Shea Coulee used to work for West Perry or work with West Perry. Uh, yeah. She so was cool. a Chicago queen, but that was way before her season. But she did our makeup and she was fabulous. Yeah. I am definitely going to post a picture of this, by the way, with this episode. We look good. I mean, I was Sheila LaBeouf. <laughs> about that yeah i was olivia dope olivia dope oh gosh but who did i look like once we put the wig on unintentionally okay who did you look uh angela houston angelica houston angelica houston yeah yeah god you did and i looked like miss piggy with the mustache but (laughs) no you looked like a woman named sheila labouf that's very true that's very true i i did my mustache for that Um, as you should have if you had shaved it it would have it would have rung insincere absolutely i you know what i feel like i was i was a woman with the mustache and that's all right we need a presentation too yeah and you know what is huge right now drag with facial hair yeah non yeah non-gender conforming drag queens exactly right it's called gender fuck and uh we started watching drag race on the ship together too yes we did um but it was a very sobering experience to to wrap up the drag story to look like angelica houston now at the age of 27 myself mm-hmm. so that was rough yeah hey honestly you look better without the uh, camera on so i'm gonna get to my story i'm gonna get to my story <laughs> Tommy, you look good no matter what you just have an ain't you have some angles and that that's good i wish i had angles i got a little round face i the only angle that i have is what's it that i was trying to make a geometry joke it's not gonna work though yeah well it was gonna be a g i'm gonna try no, it was going to be like an acute triangle, but then that sounds cute. But the cute is really small, right? So I was going to say like my angle is like really small. Yeah. You're an obtuse triangle or obtuse angle. She's calling me fat. Mm, um, well, let's get to my story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, I love you. Love you yeah, I want to hear your story. Yep. Uh, so this is a story that goes all the way back to the University of Michigan. And yes. I may have told it to you. Uh, trigger warning. There may be some sc- scatological parts to this story. I, I demand it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it was a warm night in the summer <laughs> of 2007. <laughs> uh, I had already graduated college, but I was still living in Ann Arbor. And I was hanging out with this lady, this gal, uh, who was uh, very cute to me. Uh, we weren't quite dating, but like we were hanging out a lot one on one. And I was mm-hmm. like trying to impress her. And she had like she lived by herself. She had this like tiny little uh, a studio, like really tiny, like tiny by like like a city tiny. But like imagine like for a college kid who does not have. Oh, God any experience like basically a dorm room right like a 300 Um, square foot type thing so tiny like a couch a bed and like a kitchenette and a bathroom in this room uh the bathroom was in a different room though 
uh, <laughs> it, it's, it factors into this. So I was like hanging out with her. We were watching. I think we were watching Pootie Tang, actually. Um, <laughs> I know one of my favorite, my college favorites. Uh, and then we were supposed to go to a party. And I was like, my stomach started doing flippity dippities in my, my, my gut. And not like butterflies, like, oh, I'm about to shit my pants. <laughs> And like this room's tiny, and like you know, do you ever have like one of those like stomach feels where you're like, I gotta make a poop, and it's not gonna be like a quick little non stinker. This mm-hmm. one's gonna be loud. Yeah, I mean, also I had we... the college diet, so I was like, yeah. So in my family, we call that a stomach ache, and that's all encompassing. And when somebody says we have a stomach ache, if someone has a stomach ache, and then there's another person who's just gone into labor the stomach ache takes priority. It's like, that's how big of a thing it is. So uh, we understand the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. So this stomach ache was like uh, rising quickly. So I was like, Oh, I forgot that I need to grab something from my house before we go to this party. Cause we were going to do a party after like watching Pootie Ting as you do free game with Pootie, um, drink some and they go to a party. So I only live like two blocks away. So I'm like, I'm going to go grab this really quick and then I'll meet you at the party. And she's like, okay, sounds good. Um, so I like start walking and like, it's a two block walk. Should be like five minutes. Oh, no. Um, I, this thing takes half an hour. I'm like no. clenching my ass. I, I'm walking oh. out and it's like trying to get out. It's like a very watery little. Yeah. It's a so pooper. I'm like, yeah, I'm walking. I'm like grabbing fence posts and like tree branches <laughs> and just clenching. Like I'm going into labor myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm struggling walking down the street. There's like, you know, parties going around, so people probably seeing this weird guy just like limped down the street, like, <clears> grabbing, oh grabbing tree branches, and like, what's up with that dude? <laughs> so, I get home. I'm on my front porch, and I'm getting my keys. I'm locking the door. I'm like, dude, I am home free. My brain's like, dude, congratulations. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it was. I was wearing shorts. Oh no! And it just like went down my legs into my sneakers on my welcome mat. Um, yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck, man!" I was like so fucking close. I was so close. You can't be cocky. Your colon knows when you're getting. I know. And honestly, I that day really has affected all my twenties and thirties. So did did you meet up with that girl? Well. First of all, I had to finish pooping. That was just like the that was like the vanguard. That, that was just like the start of it. Is that the vanguard? Is that the they go first? Okay. Any no, no, but I bought it. Yeah, that was like the vanguard. They were just scouting out stuff. Uh, <laughs> so I had to go in and like do do the more solid stuff in my bathroom. Sure, sure, then sure. I to, then I had to clean everything, throw out my shoes, take a shower, and then after all that was done. I threw on another pair of shoes and I went to a party. You did? Yeah. Was she like, hey, why have you been gone for four hours? Uh, she probably would have been, but like, I think she was just having fun at the party. We never dated, but like, you know, what could yeah. have been? Yeah. I mean, had you had it only been a five minute? It's like a butterfly effect. Like that was like, if I hadn't shit in my shoes, maybe I'd be married to her with kids right now. But instead, yeah. I'm a, a single comedian living in an apartment in LA you know the gay or the straight version is butterfly effect the gay version is sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow oh I've never seen sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow well in another world maybe you did oh butterfly effect (laughs) (laughs) well I'm so sorry to have heard that 
That's all uh, right. You know, uh, twice actually. I've heard that. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly a go-to story I tell people where I'm like, you got a shit story. I fucking shit in my damn shoes. Yeah, but you know what's you know what's you know the worst part about that story, Jeff, is right. that on my level of poop stories, mm-hmm. that's it's pretty low. That is there the amount of pooping pants that has happened in my family. Oh. And it, it's, I mean, I, uh, and Katie Colleton, you obviously know Katie Colleton. Uh, I know her, the, sh- the shit queen. The shit queen. She has, she and I would go toe to toe with our poop stories. Toe to toe with poop stories. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I have a couple more. Um, go for it. I, I don't, oh, I mean, I could tell these ones don't involve dates, but they involve myself. Okay. Um, so another one, 4th of July. 2015 the city chicago the house megan strickland's a <laughs> lot of improvisers and comedians are there Wonderful. laughing goofing there's only two bathrooms one upstairs one downstairs i went to the one downstairs where a line had formed so i go in and i i go in and then i i, I lock the door i take a poop i'm like, cool fantastic i go to flush the toilet it doesn't flush hmm. Luckily, this poop is not watery. This is a, a log. And I'm like, fuck. There's a long line behind me. Do I be like, do, do I be do like, I be like- <laughs> yeah. Do I say, uh, oh my gosh, someone ahead of me pooped in the toilet and clogged it. This sucks. I just yeah. peed on it though. So if that's what you got to do, or do I own up to it? Option A, option B. Well, lucky for you, I chose option C. There was a trash can. Oh, Jeff, not much trash in it, like a couple like pieces of tissue. So I took those out and I took the bag, the little plastic bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. I reach into the toilet, grab the, the asset, <laughs> pull it out, wrap it up, open the bathroom window, chuck Shut it out. Up. Shut up. Wait. I close the window. I walk out. and I'm like, huh, the bathroom, the toilet's like a little act is acting up a little bit. But there's no more poop in there. So maybe they're just like, he pee, but it won't flush. Right. Jeff, you made it out. I go out, outside, around to the corner where I threw the poop into the bushes, grab it, throw it into a trash can. I'm like Mission Impossible. This one is a success story. (laughs) Oh, my God, Jeff. I'm so impressed. Yeah. And did I make out with someone that night? Maybe. Oh, my God. Did you wash your hands at least? Absolutely, I did. You don't grab a turd, even if it's yours, and not wash your hands, okay? That is uh, a chemical hazard. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, I am so proud of you for that because I feel like so many people, especially at a party, would – you don't think of option C. Mm -mm. No, you do. You do not. You you, like Some people just like throw their hands up and like, well, I've done all I've done. But that's – where would we be if we – as as a country, as a, a nation, as a world, if we didn't um, do option C, we probably never would have had penicillin for that fact. I think that that's exactly right. And David Sedaris actually had a similar story. Um, did he? Except he did not have a bag. Oh, uh, he chose option A or B? No, he chose oh, option he used his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Tom, do you have a poop story you want to share? I do. I, I feel tentative about it because I just shared it last night. but. You weren't there. So. I wasn't there, actually. Are you still in Chicago, by the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm back in Chicago. I've been here for oh. two years, almost exactly. Yeah. How long have you been in L.A. now? 
three and a half years. That's it. Mm-hmm. It feels like more because it feels like a lot longer. The when pandemic did you move? really skews time. When was it November? November twenty nineteen, right before COVID nineteen. So I guess I thought you had already left for LA. No, I was still doing the main stage until. Oh, that's right. that's right. That's right. That's right. I probably didn't see me because I didn't see anyone because with that lifestyle, if anybody works a day job, you don't see them. Yeah, we had, I do remember we got a a quick goodbye in. One of the reasons that I enjoy you so much, Jeffy, is we, when we were on the cruise ship and we'll get to my poop story. Don't you think I I can't wait? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I get it. Yeah. So I, um, after the cruise ship got finally some medication for like anxiety and depression but i did not have that beforehand so i was always very i think i'm still uptight but i was much more uptight and I, maybe i'm not gonna say <laughs> i was i was a very uptight and I, i'm you know i i was i don't i don't know i was I, can't, I don't even know how to describe myself other than uptight but when i went on the cruise ship and i went and I knew you were going to be there and we had known each other, but we did not know each other. I, don't, yeah. I had just decided that whenever Jeff asked me something, I'm just going to say yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and I did it mostly. I think I, I said no a few times, but you just unlocked like another level of like fun to be had. I'm glad. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, I feel like I, uh, I, I feel like I, I like a, a good time and I, I think I can be an effect, uh, a, an infectious, affectionate person. I agreed and when we say good time it doesn't even mean like like a, a party or anything it's just like if we're taking the elevator down one floor it's like you make that a good time you know what yeah. I mean? do you remember we used to go we oh it was our it was during our training in our first week we went to there would be like this late night buffet style food and it would just be like chicken cutlets some bread and like a block of craft single cheese just all stuck together. You remember that? And we would eat that. Yeah. And you, we had gotten some our first week there. I remember there being a lot of ketchup and mustard, but I don't eat that. So it must have been your plate, but I think I knocked your plate. Oh. Do you remember that? And then it fell and broke just oh, in the shit. middle of the floor. And we like swished it to the side and then <laughs> ran away. And I thought for sure we were getting kicked off the ship. Oh my gosh. Uh, were we drunk? That probably sounds like a drunk night. We were sober. It was the first week during training. We, I, I wouldn't. I did oh, we not probably punch anything. That I makes was sense. so scared. That makes sense. We, yeah, I remember I was so broke during that time mm-hmm. because, like, I, like, I was doing a, temp, a working a temp job for that, but then they don't pay you for like, mm-hmm. or they pay you for rehearsal, but like a week after it. So you're people that come in from out of town get paid like. You know, like stipends and like all that, and I'm like, can put up I have that? that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, Second City, what the hell are you doing? What can I have that too? I'm like, not working a. This is the only job I'm doing, so I'm not getting like money coming in. And yeah, it was. It, we were, we were very poor for a while, mm-hmm. but then once we got paid, that what we were getting paid was more than what I was making at my full time job. Oh yeah, it was it was some good pay, but yeah, that first week, I, I remember like. I think like we, we took a taxi to the airport, mainly one because we love each other, but mm-hmm. also because I was like, hey, Tom, I don't think my credit card has anything left on it. Can we yeah. Oh, it yeah. 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 No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's 100 percent right. And I was so happy that you wanted to do that because I was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to do about this situation either. And I was broke, too. Yeah. Uh, my mom had given me money for that ride. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> oh gosh, I, it's nice not being broke anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not broke at all. Yeah, same here. You yeah. do have a beautiful home. Thank you. I just throw a bunch of bullshit on the walls, and then it looks like it's fucking it works. I just moved into my own place for the first time, actually. Congratulations! Thank you. And I need to figure out what to put on my walls and like furniture and stuff. Look, I go to any sort of vin- like resale shop, mm-hmm. and people don't know what they have. And I'm sure there, there's some good, good shit. Absolutely. Uh, there, there's a place down the street called Out of the Closet. It's a a thrift shop that I think also benefits the LGBT. Yeah, there's one. And uh, it's it's uh, right. Like I could probably buy a couch and have someone walk it down the street with me. So I might go check yeah. that out a couple times. Get some yeah. good things. Look, I'm all for it, especially like uh, I go to the Brown Elephant here, which is part of the Howard Brown uh, organization, which also helps the, uh, the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. plus community. Um, and yeah, so again, just buy a bunch of bullshit, throw it on the walls. And then also outside of here, mm-hmm. there's nothing. It's all garbage. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's a what's, set. That, what's that cat behind you? He's eating his own asshole. This little man. Damn, dude. Speak about eating your own asshole. Tom, do you have a shit story for me? I do, but it's not my personal shit story. I can give you a personal one, but this is Ooh. one that's it's famous in my family. We tell it a lot. Um, oh, I think I know this and I yeah. love it already. So when I when I was younger, I lived in a small town called Deptford, New Jersey. Uh, close to Cherry Hill. Close to Cherry Hill. Very good. And by the way, I, I am both bragging and also making a joke, but Deptford was just this little town. Now we have two Walmarts and oh. we're sort of like the hub. Of Walmart? Of or like the next biggest town aside from Cherry Hill. Wow. In all of New Jersey or your area? No, in our, oh my God, in our little area. But, mm. you know, having two Walmarts in one. That's pretty dope. That's huge. Good. It's pretty good. I mean, honestly, I don't think my hometown has one Walmart. So, yeah. Well, can you fit a Walmart in? I'm waiting. <laughs> there might be a, an internet problem, Tom. You've seemed to have frozen on that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm going to let it go. I was going to go too mean, but then I was like, you know. Go mean. I don't want to go mean. I'm a good person sitting here with a person. Do you remember? So Jessica, remember Jessica, my, the brown cat that I had to carry? Jessica Day. Jessica Day. And um, I, I mean, we were writing a, We were writing a show that you, or a scene that you and I were doing together. And, um, I said she was on an adventure or something. And you said everything's an adventure to an idiot. <laughs> and you know, I, I do actually think of that a lot because I, I, I map that over the and I promise I'm not stalling on the poop story because I love the story. I but I map that over like if I think someone's not very bright and they're doing something that doesn't make sense to me, but it seems to be making them happy, I think everything's an adventure to an idiot. If they're yeah. if they're not hurting anybody and That's it's not so something weird. I would do, just let them do it. Let them do it. Oh my gosh. That's you know what that is. A thing you learn with age that some people in this country just don't fucking learn. That don't. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? I'm gonna go out there and say this. God, some fictional character. Chill, mm, girl, girl. Or like, you know, somebody wants to take their child to a drag show. You know? Yeah. It's totally fine. I know. <clears throat> Unless it's me who's the drag queen, because that would. Yeah, that actually, that I heard is a crime. And that, that it is a federal crime. 
and it should be to the stage tammy gone <laughs> it's olivia dope please olivia dope, know, correct the the consequence of me as a drag queen being illegal is that angelica houston is also no longer allowed to wear any makeup oh my gosh poor her i know i know i know, I know. but yeah. she's, she looks great i i don't want to brag but i've worked with her nephew on a project before. you did yeah you tell me fargo season four <gasps> jack houston I don't I know if you know Jack Houston. Fargo season four. Yeah, I play a cop. Uh, I, I, here's wait. I'll do a quick line reading. <clears throat> okay. uh, uh, could you feed me into it? So you say, uh, oh, just say, just like be like one little, two little, three little Indians. One little, two little, three little Indians. What? And that was my line. Wow. I played a detective with Jack Houston, and he had like a an OCD kind of a trait where he had to like count constantly. Oh, yeah, he had a tick. Yeah. Wow. I'm Googling. Yeah. You got some cute ass pictures on here, Jeff. Thanks. What'd you go to my website? I just Gordon's. Googled you. Oh, nice. I got some headshots recently. Well, you did? Like a year ago. Yeah. You might see them. These are so cute. Jeff, you are so cute. Thank you, Tom. I'm blushing. Oh, here's one with you and oh, God, you and Joe. Joe Scott. Yeah. yeah. You're acting real from February. Oh, yeah. Jeff Murdoch is bookable. Bookable, please. If you're listening to this podcast right now, book me, okay? Yeah, I'm going to link it to your reel. Sag. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, so tens of people can see it. Um, yep. Tens or tons? Tens. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that joke got out there because you mumbled over it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Tom, I'm always there for you, buddy. Even yeah, when no. you're not there for yourself. <laughs> I know I appreciate it so much. And I also another reason that I love you is that I feel like you treat me the way that I treat other people. And it's <laughs> yeah. it's very it's I mean, very sobering. I, I think it's it's the best way to treat people. Like fucking like Razin is Razzing is my love wing. My razzing love wing is it's the best for I just feel like it's it's just like it's like you're pulling somebody in to kiss them and then you slap yes. them in the face. I think if everyone razzed each other more, there'd be a lot less people taking themselves so fucking seriously. Yeah. I think that like conservatives would be like, all right, you're right. We've gone a little far. I think like everyone would just be like, it'd be more in perspective, but like mm-hmm. people ain't razzing. Okay. You know, you think, you think Sarah Huckabee's being razzed? No, God, she would cry. She, she would, would cry. cry. Do you hear uh dum dum is supposed to he, tweeted out or whatever he did which one's dumb dumb who do you think trump dumb dumb yes okay there's so many dumb dumbs i don't say his name okay could have been just dumb santos oh well that's or santis um, oh yeah santis that's what i meant there's santis. i mean both of them though there's too many uh, oh yeah, he said something like oh i'm being arrested on tuesday protest and take the nation back and it's like oh, remember gosh. the last time you said that this is yeah this is oh gosh and then he's gonna be like, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it. I did not but mean to I meant go that. out and vote. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. Speaking of idiots, um, how are you? I'm good. I want to hear this poop story. I know what I wanted to recover from okay. speaking of idiots. Honestly, I'm on a journey and it's an adventure. Look at you, callback king. The okay, so Dufford, New Jersey, it's the year 
2002, let's say. At this time, how many Walmarts? Just one or zero? Zero Walmarts, people. Zero Walmarts. We're at zero Walmarts. We just have a mall. And our mall is uh, a good mall, definitely. And it there's a food court in the middle. And then it, which is where most people come in. And there's food court and bathrooms and all that. And then it spreads out to stores on either side. So the middle is like the hub. And then you spread out different stores. So my family, we have gastrointestinal issues. Mm-hmm. Everybody on my mom's side. You know, sometimes we call it renting a meal where you eat it and then it just comes right back out. Honestly. Mm-hmm. That's um, my niece came up with that. Oh, that's genius. And was she, was she a child at the time? Or was she was she like 10. Wow. Smart kid. Yeah, I taught her well. But uh, so we went and um, we, we always would get different foods. So I think my mom got Chinese food maybe. And we all ate. And then we were heading to go to the Lane Bryant. My mom really liked to shop at Lane Bryant, but the Lane Bryant was all the way at the end of the mall. Oh no. So we were walking there and the way that we did, it was like, we would always do mom shopping and then we would do our shopping. So like nobody fought it. It was like, we're going to Lane Bryant. We're going to this one. We're going to this one. And then we'll do what we have time for. Um, so we walked to Lane Bryant and I was sort of stayed outside because it's like I'd been inside so many times. It's just, you know, with your mom shopping, you don't really have any interest in that. So I was standing outside and then I saw my mom and my sister like run back out after a few minutes. I like ran up after my sister and I was like, what's going on? And she goes, mom has a stomachache. I'm like, okay. So oh, yeah. it's a mission. We all like huddle around her and was like, you got to find the bathroom. Whenever that happens, it's like, where's the closest bathroom? We're, we're, we're like... Uh, in Terminator, where you're just sort of like looking oh. around and assessing. So we're like, okay, we know the bathrooms of the mall. We got to go. We're zinging down. So they go into the bathroom, and right next door was an EB Games. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, boutique. That, that's right. That's what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, which they don't exist anymore. I don't think. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, and uh, what else? <clears throat> oh, what was the other one? Um, there was the record the record store. Sam Goody. Sam Goody, Sam Goody. Oh, I, love I know my malls. I spent some time at some malls. Sam Goody was actually across from the Lane Bryant, so I would look at the. Uh, I would typically go and like look at the window. Anyway, uh, so I'm looking at the video games, and then all of a sudden, my mom comes right back out, and she's and she's running. My sister is is like following close behind her, and I just remember so vividly, like my sister was zipping by, and I, I wanted to know what was going on because it was really quick. So my sister's running by and I like put my hand out and I like grab her and I was like, what's going on? And she just goes, mom didn't make it. <gasps> so my mom had shat her skirt in the mall. That's a shirt, a short skirt, right? So it's a, shirt. it's a skirt that has shorts underneath it. So it got split in half. There had been some dripping immediately. So again, this is not a situation that is uncommon to us. My mother shitting her pants. So we run up right behind her and are like trying to block any sort of view, you know? And this is a small town. So it's like, you know, people in the mall. There's no Walmarts at this time. There's no Walmarts. So everyone's going to one spot, you know? Uh, so we're running right behind her and like, I like turn to my sister and I'm like, this smells terrible. And she's like, shop, shop, shop. She's not in the mood. So we run out to the JCPenney. We get into our car. And my mom gets in and gets herself situated. And then she unlocks the doors for us to get in. And we get in. We both sit in the back seat, me and my sister, even though the front seat's totally open. Oh, absolutely. And close the doors. And we start driving home. All the windows are up. (laughs) Just like driving in silence. 
And then the windows I, aren't down to air out the car. No, because we're not like when this happens, we know what to yeah. do, but we don't talk about it. Yeah. We're not like mom just shit her pants. She, there's no room for humor. So we're driving. And then I just like hit the window button. <gasps> <laughs> and my mom just like slams on the brakes and she goes, Tommy! I just like yelled at me because it, it means we're acknowledging this and we're like making fun of it. And so we drive home. Uh, my mom goes in, does whatever it is she needs to do, lock us out, locked us out of the house. And right, she's on the front lawn. Yeah, we're just like hanging outside. And again, like we're all cool with it because it's like if it happened to us, we want our privacy, you know? Yeah. So it's like ridiculous, but we understand. She just sort of unlocks the door and we come in and we ne- we never spoke about it until probably about seven years ago. Uh, my mom was in town and I was doing a show, at, a storytelling show at I.O. Mm-hmm. And my mom was there and um, I just got a suggestion. I was like, oh, can I have a suggestion of anything? And they said, mother, which is what I call my mom. I call her mother because she hates it. So I told the story and I ended it with, and we've never spoken about it until right now. And she was humiliated and, and joyous and laughing and crying. It was wonderful. Well, at least enough time had gone by. Yeah. Now, and now yeah. she, I mean, loves it. Loves it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, I got a family poop story. Oh, yes. Good. Okay. So I was uh, back in like, I think it was like 2002, right before I was going to college, like the summer we did like a boat. Was this 2002? Yeah. Yeah, the year of shit. We would, uh, my family did like uh, houseboats in like a lake in the Kentucky, like two houseboats. Oh my God. Like, you know, yeah, it was pretty fun. That's really <clears> cool. My, yeah. So, like, we'd done like, a couple days of it. And like one day, my grandpa's like driving one of the boats. Uh, I was on the other one, but like the, the one that he was driving had two of my cousins. And like, my grandpa just like wasn't paying attention and like sort of crashed into the beach. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I think he like, hit gas instead of break oh my god um, and my cousin my cousin told a story afterwards where he was like yeah i saw what was about to happen and i told my other cousin our other cousin that like uh oh we're about to crash and like you didn't try to stop him or anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like uh anyways they crash and then uh, we, we like go check it out it seems to be working all right but it reeks of shit and i was like oh my god i think the septic tank on the houseboat oh my broke. god and I just like said, like, what do we do? Like, I'm like saying to like my cousins and like aunts and uncles, I'm like, what do we do? Like, it smells like the septic tank broke. I mean, like, that's gonna be leaking all over now. We're right, right, right. Do something. And then my aunt grabs me by the arm and pulls me aside. Jeffrey, stop talking about it. Your grandpa shit his pants. <laughs> so the septic tank didn't break, but when my grandpa crashed into the beach, <laughs> he shit his pants because, as you would, it's, it's probably terrifying. <laughs> Uh, so that that <laughs> I was just like loudly, but like the septic tank's broken. <laughs> what do we do? And they're like, Jeff, shut up. I didn't know. We're humiliating I... that man. Uh huh. I did. I did. I did. I have a lot of yeah. questions. Or is that the yeah. end of the story? That's the end of the story. Okay, so a lot of questions. One, how seriously was the crash? Were you able to get it back in the water? It was still drivable. I don't remember how serious it was. Like it, we were able to use it still. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's like damage that like, they had to pay like a fine, but like it still worked. Yeah. It was like oh, pontoon okay. style too. So like I think that it wasn't like tearing a hole in the bottom. It was, like it hit like the bang, like the little. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good. Did he go to like clean up? I assume. But by that time, I, I assume he had gone to clean up. Uh, but by that time, I was like too busy shouting about the septic tank <laughs> to notice or care. You're always very supportive in a. 
in a pinch like that. Absolutely. I'm like, we got to fix this problem, y'all. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Jeff, that's not the problem. The problem is your grandpa's underwear. <laughs> and grandpa's underwear that's the name of your first album right it is grandpa's underwear it's a it's it's a it's a comedy album and it's like this yeah i'm gonna be talking some shit much like my grandpa's underwear sold like one or two copies right no i actually went i i, I <sighs> bought a couple copies so i broke even i I, I bought two so i don't think those count good so t- on paper you broke even but you're actually more in debt because yeah, because I had to pay like a service fee, yeah, yeah, the POS, uh, the of service system. Piece of shit. Know. Piece of shit, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not doing well, actually. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tom, fine. Could, could I borrow some money? No, I don't have any to give. Okay, that's fine. I you can have something off my wall. Can I have that fake window? You can. Cool. Oh, is that, you have a T, is that for a uh, turd? <laughs> it is, it is for a turd. Yeah, you know what you can have? Oh, you can have the steering wheel. Where's that at? Oh, I see that. I have a car, so I could use that. You can have that steering wheel for sure. So your stories are a little bit different than what I typically receive on the podcast. You know, I don't really, we don't have to discuss why it's different, but it is different and also wrong. Um, But are there any like, so what I try to do here is like, I want to learn lessons of, mistakes I've made or bad things that have happened because it makes me too sad and depressed to think like oh god just bad stuff happens and that's it so I try to like make make a a lesson learned out of it and actually thinking just now like is there even a positive to the poop stories that I've told there kind of is because there is we were not a we were a very very serious family growing up and I don't know why I think it had to do with money (laughs) yeah once we started like sharing poop stories, like the amount of levity in my family now is so lovely. I think that, you know, I think we don't talk about a lot of things. And I think what we do in the bathroom or what we try to do in the bathroom that we fail to and do it in like a mall, uh, <laughs> that is stuff that we don't like to talk about because we're embarrassed about it. But when we do open up about it, we realize we mostly all have these stories and the people that don't have these stories suck. Yeah. And they, they're either lying or they just straight up suck. Uh, and they don't take risks. They don't take chances. Mm-hmm. Um, we should all be striving to take chances. And uh, I'm going to make a t-shirt that says this. We should all strive to shit our pants. And I'm going to say Tom Gone said it. Yeah, by Tom Gone. So I look, I agree, though. Like, I think you need to be able to laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to be able to laugh at the... I don't know. Like life is just yeah. not that serious. Yeah. If you don't take the chance to go you talk bring it back to romance, go talk to that beautiful stranger. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll just be, you know, shitting in your bathroom alone. But if you go talk to them, you may be shitting with them in the park. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I have you've reminded me of another story that I had, which is I reconnected with this guy that I do at college. Okay. We were, we were friends in college. Okay. But I, neither one of us were out. So it, I, he probably knew I was gay because it's, you know, it's purses falling out of my mouth constantly. But purses? I, I yeah, you never oh. heard that before? No, what's that mean? It's like a purse falls out of his mouth. Like he's really gay. Oh, really I gay. never heard that before. What's the straight version? Um, a ball pin hammer. Ball pin hammer. <laughs> 
<laughs> a, a Coles cash card fell out of his mouth. <laughs> that would be for a straight white woman. Straight white woman. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a lesbian, it would probably be like like a flannel shirt. I yeah. like it. It's your defense, uh, people. That's fine. Tell me about this guy. What happened? Oh, yeah. So we, uh, and I don't even know that I was necessarily attracted to him. I don't know. It was just we sort of knew each other. And then many years later, I saw him on a dating app and I was like, <clears throat> And I messaged him. And anytime I see somebody, at least for a while, I would message him, just be like, hey, how's it going? Like, I'm not trying to hit on you, but just like, we know each other. So hello. Now I just block people because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I messaged him and I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea you were gay. How are you? Whatever. And he was like, oh, my God, I had no idea you were gay. How are you? And then we were like, should we hang out? Because he was hot now. He was Ooh. very hot. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So college- did he say like that or did he say like, yeah, sure. Well- um he, he was probably not very enthused i don't think okay. i think it was probably more obligatory but in college we had talked about watching finding nemo a lot for some it was like a running joke of like we're gonna watch finding nemo so i was like should we watch finding nemo and he's like sure so we, he came over and we ordered some food and we're, we're gonna watch finding nemo and then i felt a stomachache coming up <gasps> and it was in my apartment where uh you when you walk into the apartment it was, it was my place on Clark and Belmont. So you walk yeah. into the living room and you walk right into the living room and then there's a bathroom right off the living room, which is just awkward. It's a small space. Mm-hmm. Even if you're peeing in there, you can hear everything in the living room. So he's sitting there. We had not, he paused the movie. I, in my head, I was like, no, no, you can keep going. I've seen it. And he's like, no, well, you know, we're watching it together. So let's just pause it. And I was like, okay. So I like run into the bathroom and I'm trying to figure out ways to like make it a quiet experience. Turn on uh, the sink. Do you ever do that? Huh? Turn on the sink. Girl, this the the water pressure could not have been strong enough to drown out the noise of my ass. It was just like one of those immediate like big farts, you know? And I had been trying to be so quiet. Mm-hmm. So when the big noise happened, it alarmed me and I went something like, Oh, <laughs> so not only did I just let out a huge fart, I whimpered and then was in that bathroom for 25 minutes. Oh no. 25 minutes. Was he All still right. there when he got out? <laughs> so there were a couple of false starts where I thought it was good, but then I went back and I was flushing the toilet like crazy lighting matches like i was trying to start a forest fire oh my god and this is how i know he is such a wonderful person mm-hmm. is that when i finally was done came out and like shut the door he pretended to be asleep wow he pretended to be asleep and i was like hello and i was like i don't know what to do like he's sleeping and then i was like hey I was like, hey, sorry. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? I was like, he's like, oh, I sort of just nodded off. Damn, you dude. A hero. Power you are move. a That's hero. That's great. I would have been like, yikes, Tom. Exactly. And like, <laughs> you got to like rip somebody to shreds or, or he, you know, he's probably telling that story now where I'm the, the crazy maniac. But what a hero. What a hero. Yeah. I do have to do his podcast later. <laughs> I hope you do because he yeah. he he's he's also very funny and cute and he's he's a great guy. He's in a very long term relationship now. So, uh, did anything happen between you two, or is it just sort of a a friendship? 
Uh, total friendship. I don't think we were expecting anything to happen. Total, just friendship. But like, I don't know what I would have done if I were him in that situation. I probably would have left. I wouldn't have left, but I, I wouldn't have thought to like pretend to sleep. That is a really power move. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, a great guy. I probably wouldn't have said anything. I probably would have been on my phone and been like, hey, ready to watch it again? But yeah. Yeah, the Girl. sleeping thing. That's a that's a touch. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. And we were eating like Chinese food, so it was like plausible that he it was so yeah, happy. Yeah. Maybe yeah. your family shouldn't be eating Chinese. I know, food. I just thought that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it it does affect tummies, but like the two stories that you told about shitting involve Chinese food. Line up, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll think about that later when i'm having some kung pao chicken honestly here's the thing this is where i'm at in my life nothing makes me sick anymore i guess if i like saw shit i'd be like oh but like talking about shit i'm like the only thing i'm taking away like truly right now is like i want to order chinese food right that's where yeah 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 and my my stomach has i feel been i i have the least amount of stomach aches in my family so i think my i've ingested so much junk food that there's just Mm -hmm. like a lining in my stomach now that's like yeah we, we've seen it all i mean you also think about it like me and tom we shared a room on the cruise ship yeah i used so, to go down to the bathroom on the was it the seventh floor where we performed yeah i think so there was a private bathroom that's yeah. where i go to do all my shits you do all your shits the entire time on the cruise ship except for when you had your own room Except for, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I did that. I think I was like, sorry, bud. Oh, no, yeah, I don't care. That's yeah. like, it's the bathroom. That's what it's yeah. there for. But I, especially then at the time, you know, couldn't, I could only, yeah. only take so much see, uh, for fun. Everything was so serious. But I was telling, um, who was I telling? Oh, Emily Walker. Uh, she was my first guest. Ooh. I was telling her that when I was on the, was that? I said, ooh, I like Emily Walker. She is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But when we were on the ship, people, would come up to you all the time because you you perform on the ship and you're yeah. you're a, a a celebrity on the ship for a week. Yeah, it's like a small town and like you yeah. are like a star in that small town or a Walmart, you know, or a Walmart. Yeah, you are like the Walmart <laughs> in a small town. Yeah, um, and people would come up all the time and be and be like, oh my god, you're so great or whatever. And people would come up to you a lot, and sometimes people would come up to me and be like, people would come up and be like, you know who's so funny? That guy Jeff. He is so funny. Oh my gosh. I'd be like, you're in that show. Where's that guy, Jeff? Where's he? He's great. I'm so sorry, Tom. I paid them to do that. I know. I saw you. I saw yeah, you. I was like, hey, my buddy Tom's getting a big head. Could you go tell him <laughs> that I'm good? Actually, I, I have had like, you know, I've had that happen to me in the like in you where I'm in your shoes, where I like I've done I did the main stage and people will come up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, when is that one gal, Ryan Asher, going to be on SNL? And oh, I'm my like, God. And I'm like, I don't know. Hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. And then they yeah, I'll be validate on. the parking. And I'm like, we don't validate parking. I'm sorry. Your part in our show was very good. Yeah. Which part? You just you had a lot of really funny parts. And oh, that's true. And like yeah. the, it was a bunch of um, the way that the cruise ships work, and there were Norwegian Norwegian yeah. cruise ships. They would take archival Second City sketches, mm-hmm. and you were in a lot of really good sketches. I was. Yeah. No, I think I was like the straight man for most of them, except yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah, truly, I, I, I can't play a straight man. I'm too goofy. They got to get a a good looking cup of water like Tom Gone to be the straight. Oh man. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys could see Tom Gone right now, he's got a a one pack going on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. It's my You're whole welcome. Is one ab. Yeah. Another time during a uh, a show at the playground, it was like an audience of like three people. I was in a four person group, and we're outside smoking cigarettes in the back. Uh, it's back when I smoked. I haven't smoked in six years. Brag. Good for you. Congratulations. You. Um, but like, I was outside hanging with the team, and then this old man, not old man, but like fifties or something. He comes out and he's like, "Hey, great show, specifically you two. And then pointed to two people that weren't me, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, dude, you." could have stopped halfway through that sentence but you know i don't know i bet in his mind he's like i'm gonna give a compliment to those two um unfortunately the others are around i need to make sure that they know that i like them more that's so rough to do because i understand that as an audience member being like i want to express to this person that i like them but you do have to also take into account like the other people that are there yeah did thora yeah. birch like your show uh i think so i mean she she was dancing in the aisle Mm. yeah is that the show didn't didn't you guys have a lot of audience participation in that one uh i think we did i can't remember i think we had more in our second one but like yeah like the first one we we had a couple audience participation but but that wasn't even audience participation that was just like a song was going on on the stage and thor birch was moved to dance you know look and Dorbridge I remember like someone yeah, is not Dorbridge. following everybody else's rules. Yeah, no. Dorbridge go, beats uh, dances to the beat of her own drum. And that drum is drunk. <laughs> that almost made sense. <laughs> so, Jeffy, um, you have a, a, a very nice little mic set up there. Do you have Thank a you. podcast? I do. You want me to plug it? Yes. It's called uh, Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. Uh, it's where we play a game called Monster of the Week. It's like D and D, but like we use uh, a, a monster hunting story storyline. It's got some amazingly funny people: Tyler Samples with Sean Scott, Aaron Rain, the Linux, Alan, oh. and Claire. Um, really, it's very fun, and uh, it's sort of like in the style of like Buffy the Vampire Hunter. Have you ever seen that show, Tom? Vampire Slayer. How dare you? <laughs> Honestly, wasn't even trying to do a joke. I actually just said that. I know you were. I know that that was. I've never. I watched a couple episodes. I should watch it because I hear great things. Yeah, it but... ended twenty years ago. So did it really? Yes. I guess no spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, no, we play it, and it, it's so fun. And we 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 play like teenagers in uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan in the year two thousand six. So it really is around that time, 2006. Yeah. So it's very much like in the vein of Buffy, but more comical. I mean, not that Buffy isn't comical, but like we are lean heavily into the comedy and a little less into scary. Is it written or improvised? It's uh, improvised. I'm listening to that immediately after this. I did not know. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's funny. I think we're recording today too. Saturdays are big recording days. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, tell any of them who would remember me that I said hi. Uh, that, I will. I mean, what a fantastic group. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I, I We've been doing it. It was kind of funny because like we started doing it maybe two years ago during the pandemic. And it was just like, this is my creative uh, outlet at that point. Right. Um, and it, it was like kind of a, a boon for my brain because I felt like I was just growing stagnant. Uh, but we got to improvise and goof around with our pals. And yeah, it, it, it was good. Did you see James Gunn's The Suicide Squad? I haven't. Is okay. it, I hear it's great, right? 
it's great. Uh, it's very good. It's very funny. But there's a, a villain called Polka Dot Man. He has like these polka dots that like, he basically has like an interdimensional disease where like this power builds up in him. And if he doesn't let it out every so often, it could kill him. So if he doesn't do it and they see him, he has like all these polka dots that start like poking on his face and like bulging out. Mm-hmm. So he basically just goes like this and they all come out and they're like, I don't really know what they're supposed to be, but at one point they destroy a tower. So it's like, I guess they have physical uh, effect. I don't know. Yeah, but they have that's mass. what I thought of when you said that, that like you're sort of building up all this pent up, like yeah. uh, artistic energy. And especially for you, like you're, you're so funny, just very, very naturally. So that that's so great that you, that you guys had the, uh, the, the mindset to find a way to release. Yeah. I'm literally I, so I have to clean up a bunch of stuff in, in in my house after I'm going to listen to it. It's the perfect thing to pop on while you're cleaning up because like it it, it can be uh, a little like especially if you don't play like tabletop games at all it can be like a little intimidating to hear about this but like I think we really do especially I don't know I think it fluctuates but I think like right now we like really rely more on our humor and yeah. our, our storytelling than like the actual gameplay so like if even if you're not like a huge nerd like myself you probably get into it. I think, I mean, I think absolutely. It's ever since um, Stranger Things, like D&D and, and those sorts of games have come back and there's about to be a D&D movie, Honor Amongst Yeah, the- starring Chris Pines. Yeah, which is actually getting some like good uh, reviews from the, uh, the uh, what's it called? Audience. Yeah. What's it called when, it- you, when you, test screenings. Yeah. I mean, it looks funny, which I think like is the, is probably needed for like a D style thing i think because like if you take it too seriously which i mean it could be just be like all right this is only for D fans yeah yeah and this is again why i love having conversations with you is that the whole the whole thing ends up being a piece like a conversation piece because do you know who was in D the movie the first one uh marlon waynes and thor birch and thor birch yep <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't know that yeah i remember i tried to watch it a couple times because she was in it and it was it was hard wow did, was it funny or was it like very was it serious oh yeah see don't do that don't do that it was around the time of lord of the rings like a little bit after that so it was uh, trying yeah. to be that mm-hmm. very serious very oh god very 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 serious so the new one yeah it's supposed to be funny hell yeah uh, okay, cool. So I have a couple of advice questions. Sure. I got a couple answers, hopefully. And this one I'm very curious about because uh, I do a lot of online dating. That's sort of my preferred method of meeting okay. people because I'm scared of talking to people. Mm-hmm. How do you write a good dating profile? Okay. First of all, you got to be a little bit funny. You got to, but you got, you got to be serious, but funny. You got to be like, Hey, I'm Tom. Uh, uh, my favorite uh, food is soup. Uh, and because the, by saying that, it's like, this all right. Tom eats. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But his favorite food is soup. That's a little goofy. Um, He's but a I do little think naughty. He, it's a little naughty. I think like I have like uh, I do a little bit of online dating. I'm not very good at it because I, I think and this is no knock on myself. Um, but I think I come off better 
if you get to know me better, like if you're like hearing me talk and like mm-hmm. getting my uh, an essence of my of my essence, my vibe, you will like me more than just like seeing a picture of me. You're like, all right, he looks fine. He looks like a Midwestern mm-hmm. guy. But like, I think once you get to know me, you're like, that's where people like become attracted to me. They're like, okay, I really think he's funny and kind and and goofy. Uh, but yeah, so sometimes that doesn't come through on nine landing. So that is mm-hmm. ha- the hard part where you got to like lean into your strengths being like, like uh, I'm hinged. There's a point where you can put a dad joke and like my dad jokes get the most, like I tell a dad joke and pe- I, that is where I get a lot of my connections. People are like, really? dude, I love the show. Yeah. Like it's very weird. Like not my pictures. Um, or any of it like, yeah, I like to travel and hike. And uh, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. It's like that dad joke. People are like this. Okay. I love this. Here's my favorite dad joke. And oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So I think like telling a joke is pretty good because uh, you're a funny guy yourself. And like, you should lean into that. I mean, I, I said funny with one N. So it's not like funny. It's funny. Like a Doug funny kind of way. Like a Doug funny. Yes. Thank you. You are Doug funny. Oh, you, if I'm Doug funny, then you're a skeeter. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, man. So I like how you set that up originally to say that it's not a knock on yourself because I do feel truly, and you're one of these people, and, and I've said this, I think to you before, like you're one of the people in my life where you would get a million passes. If you got convicted of murder and there were pictures of it, I would be like, you know what? There might be a reason why. Yeah. I you feel like. deserved it. You're just you're you're I feel like you are such a good person. Any form that I'm receiving you is a lovely form. But I do think in person is when you get the just the even the way you move your face and, and stuff. Like yeah. every you're very engaged uh in, in that sense. But yeah. Any any platform that we can receive you in, we yeah. should Yeah. <clears throat> I uh I got a great note when I finished IO classes from the late great Noah Gregoropoulos. Uh, that was uh, like, you know, you finish classes, they give you like notes and they're mm-hmm. like, my note was uh, not the first person you notice, but the last one you remember. And I was like, damn, that's a good freaking note. Wow. That's the best kind of note. Yeah. You don't want to be the first one because that there's so much expectation for that. And usually Absolutely. that person is probably very oh, pretty. I love living in the unexpected or like mm-hmm. living in the like with no expectations about me. Then like, all right, let me do my thing now. And then like. Truly, like it, even like shows I'll do out in LA, like I'll like you know people will be talking in the green room or something, and then one, the people will be like, "Hi, how's it going?" They're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then I'll maybe do something funny, and then they're like, "Dude, that was amazing!" And like, but like before the show, they did not give a shit about me. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that should be. You should have that like on your desk or something. Mm-hmm. I say under promise, oversell. Hmm. Very good. Thank you. Okay, so dating I'm, profile. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, then I was going to say uh, undercook, overeat. I don't know. That might cause a stomachache. I got a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so use sense of humor. What if somebody doesn't have a sense of humor? And like, okay. that is hard. Well, you know, it's not just your sense of humor. It's your strengths. So like, whatever you are strongest in, lean into that. Because like, maybe you, there, there's times where I'm like, all I have is my my humor, like, you know, I like I'm. I feel like I'm not skilled in certain like things, and but like I, I you for often forget that like even you, Tom, you that we are funnier than most people. That it's like, you know, we yes, we spent a lot of money that maybe was robbed from us by certain theaters, and it's like mm-hmm. this is wild that I paid that much money. But at the end of the day, it really has fine tuned us and like made us sharper than most of Americans. I, I agree, and you know we. 
I'm sure anybody that's listening to this already knows, but there's different comedy theaters that have training centers. And in Chicago, you have to do all of them or you're not a full, you know, person person. And there's probably five or six levels to each one. And each one's like two to $300. So it's a lot of money that you go. So I do agree. And there's something about that though, that I feel where I am right now is I feel very little fear about like positions I'm put in. Like, I don't know that I, I fear any sort of social situation. I, I, I know I can get through whatever it is yeah. I put in. And that feels very reassuring to be yeah. like, no matter what I can get myself through this, uh, I would prefer never to talk to anybody ever. But yeah. if I have to, I know I'm going to get through it. And that's absolutely. Um, yeah, that is a skill that we have learned over the years. So I think like what I've been saying is like you can if you have humor in your back pocket, use it. If you're really good at like knitting or cooking, lean into that. Be like, I here's the dish that I like to make. Um, you may you may not think much of it, but like, man, maybe that's going to blow someone's mind. And like, right. I think I don't know. I think online dating is so much easier when like you're not trying to impress someone. You're just like, here's what I have to offer. Yeah. Um, that being said, I have very little uh, 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 success with online dating. So take well, it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, literally, like the the log line that I use for this podcast is those who can't do teach. So mm-hmm. it's like. I don't have luck with it either, but I do think you should lean into your strength that, and that's whatever that is, is going to be the most authentic approach. If someone doesn't like it, that is none of your business. You can't, you can't change how someone's going to feel about you. Right. You know? Right. And like you were talking about in the green room, like you can't, you know, you can't change how someone is going to like think of you when they first see you or whatever. And then if they do come back around to you Mm -hmm. because of something good, then you have the, you have the power there. you have the high, high ground. Absolutely. They got, they'll, they'll change themselves if you, so if you, if you impress them, but right. yeah, like, right, right, right. Don't, don't be like, don't like pander to them. Right. Never. I think you should be authentic and, and lead with your strength. Great. Yeah. The only panders I like are in China. Oh Lord. It's pretty good, right? No. Um, so I'm going to go to my next question, which I actually would be interested to hear your your answer because i have a very strong stance but i don't know that it's the right answer how long when you're so if you're doing like a virtual dating app sort of thing how long do you message and wait to return a message so like what is the you know the old thing used to be after a date wait three days to make a call you know that was sort of old now there's sort of the thing of like you shouldn't respond right away or you should have this amount of time in between messages do you have a standard for that um, my standard is if they haven't responded, don't respond again. <laughs> like, I guess like, that's my, like my basic one of like, don't like, maybe they're busy. Maybe something else happening. I just don't want to be the guy that's like, Hey, I just sent five messages. Like, Hey, how just check it in. You still want to mm-hmm. go, Hey, what's going on? Like, I don't want to yeah. be that. Like, honestly, is my only standard. Like I want it to be like, do, do like back and forth. Like, Hey, they say, Hey, da, 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 da. I don't want to be like, Hey, 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 we match. What's going on? We're going out. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. I don't want to even like you. Uh, no, no, that no, no. Easy spiral. So yeah. I guess that's my only one. I feel like I don't want to be, I, I don't have my notifications on my, my dating apps because I don't. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll check them like, you know, when I'm like into them, but like, I don't want to be like, because I feel like if they send me a message, I don't want to like, because I know myself, I probably would reply right away. Yeah. And I, I feel like I don't want to be like that tied to it so like 
I wanted to ch- like check back at my own speed. I, you know, like not like I'm gonna like check back in a week, but I'll, no, no, I'll check back yeah. at the end of the day. So that's I'm so happy that I had you answer first because I yeah. have like a I will message someone multiple times. I'm not gonna do it five times, but mm-hmm. I'll probably do like three, and maybe yeah. that's because of like the comedy rule of threes. That's just oh. like three stuck in my head in terms of like because I, there have been times where I've messaged someone two or maybe three times and then they're like oh my god i missed this whatever and then we actually end up meeting you know but i do agree you should probably do it like twice max you know what i mean yeah two or Uh, three two three's not bad yeah yeah but there's also that thing of like did you ever see the movie uh he's just not that into you no that was a very helpful movie it's from uh like the early 2010s and justin long is in it with um a bunch of other people, Drew Barrymore, Alison Brie, blah, blah, blah. But at one point they say, I think Justin Long tells Drew Barrymore's character, like the if a guy likes you, he's going to lock in the next date. Like if someone likes you, they're going to make the effort to see you or set something up. And yeah. that's something I have to remind myself a lot of because there will be that time where it's like, oh, well, this person, if I remember to message them continually they will get back to me eventually but it's like well who's that helping who's that even if it's a nice fantasy it's like you have to understand like if they're not putting if they're not putting in the effort they may not care in the long run they may not be that into you they may not be that into you Mm -hmm. Um, that's very that's maybe i'll watch this movie it sounds like a i learned a lot from it it's kind of cheesy And it was, I mean, it was kind of funny too, honestly. I mean, it's true. There's definitely <clears> been times I've gone on like dates or like message with people and it feels like pulling teeth a little bit to set it up. And then, <laughs> and that is like, you're already entering in. Like, I look like the fangirl in this situation. Right. And like, you are just doing this as a, a, you know, a favor. Right. Like a courtesy. And I, I don't yeah. want that. I don't want that. And I don't want to do that to anybody else, you know? It, mm. it, so basically i think you're right and then also <clears throat> when i'm talking to someone especially if we've been talking for a little bit um i'll just tell them like i, I don't I, i'll literally say and this is probably crazy but like i don't know what the rules are for communication but i'm going to answer your message when i see it if i see it the second you send it i'm going to reply if i okay. miss it for three days and then i see it i'm going to reply so it's like i'm not playing any games in this regard uh-huh. i'm just letting you know yeah and it's worked out sometimes other times people i've never heard back from anyone yeah like i i just i don't want to feel the stress of what is this person thinking i think what you said is good like you're not playing any games with it like i feel like you shouldn't like every time i see like a tv show or a movie where like this dude you gotta wait a day before you respond to her or three days or whatever and it's like or like even the rule of like dates like third date you know what that means sex it's like i like i feel like that's so unhelpful to like even put in anyone's mind mm-hmm. because like it it makes like false promises or it just like fucks with your head be like okay i really like this girl i got to respond in 3 days it's yeah. like can't seem too needy so like so that's why i don't like to have the notifications on because i'm like yeah i'm going to respond when i see it yeah, um, and, if I, and, if I, and if I saw it that second, I'd be like, "All right, I look. You just said something, and here I am." At yeah, your face. And yeah, and it's it might be weird, and who knows, maybe it is. I don't know, but I don't know. I guess I I message people the way that I want them to message me. That's nice. Yeah, message people the way they you want them to message you. Yeah, uh, I I recently watched uh, about last night. Oh. The you don't know about last night? 
Which one is that? So that's with uh, it's with Demi Moore and Carrie Fisher. So Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, James Belushi, Jim Belushi, and Elizabeth Perkins, not Carrie Fisher. I watched that, and that was sort of like the pinnacle in the 80s of like dating roles. Yeah. So it's like, I think... I think Rob Lowe and Demi Moore had like met and hooked up the night before or something. And then it was like oh. them talking to their friends about how to navigate the relationship. Yeah. They're both really into each other, but they have to play these games, you know? Yeah. It is dated as hell. Yeah. That, I mean, that's like truly is like, sounds like what I'm talking about when it's like the rules of like, dude, you gotta blah, 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 blah. It's like, it, it, the movie starts off with exactly that, and it's based in Chicago. And the, it's a, it was very funny because they're Rob Lowe and Jim Belushi are having a conversation, and it's they do one of my least favorite things where it's like they'll have a conversation on the train and be like, mm-hmm. you know what you got to do, and, and then continue. Yeah, it all of a sudden they're at like Wrigley Field, and he's like, you got to ask her out. And it's like, yeah. where did you go in between then? Also. Yeah. The train you were on is nowhere near where Wrigleyville would be. It was just a very interesting. Yeah, it'd be really funny to see a movie made that's just like, like real time. You know what you gotta do. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and then like dogs barking, just like silence. Mm-hmm. But also, Rob. Gotta, uh, yeah, Rob Lowe and Demi Moore look fucking great in this movie. I mean, they're hotties. They're freaking yeah. hotties. They're the Brat Pack hotties. Yeah, Are they Brat Pack. No. No. Who's the Brat Pack? The Brat Pack is Redhead. It's all the people in Breakfast Club. I can't remember her name right now. Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Uh, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. What's her name? Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know a little bit. Of, I feel like, yeah, they might be on the cusp. I like that because they were in like St. Elmo's Fire, and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think is sort of like loosely connected to the Brat Pack. Yeah, it sort of bleeds out. And, you know, I think there are Brat Pack loyalists and, and uh, John Hughes loyalists, but. Dude, I mean, the you know, it's funny. Like Chicago in the 80s, is, yeah, all, all these movies, it's it's very funny how it's painted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but- yeah. Definitely check it out. I think it's it's a great movie, but it, those it's it was nice to hear those rules and be like, "Thank the Lord, this is not the way it is anymore." Absolutely. It's a there's a different, fresh level of hell, but it's not that. Yeah. Do you think you would have thrived or died? Died. Okay. Uh, how about like with like just the fact that like I I think about like just in life like not having a cell phone like Hard. just having like your phone at home in like the second you leave no one knows where you are i hate it yeah i have a hard time watching seinfeld now because of that well like a lot of 90 shows but seinfeld in particular because they hold off they they never use cell phones so much of their premises are just like i can't get in contact with this person i'm lost somewhere yeah right i i think be- also because of like the aids crisis and just how gay people yeah. were uh treated in general uh i i yeah. I was watching something yesterday with Harvey Feinstein. Is that yeah, it? Harvey Feinstein. Where you, like the raspy voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an interview that he did, I just shared it. With Barbara Walters. Firestein, Firestein, with Barbara Walters. Yeah, I've seen that. I saw that interview recently. And, oof, it's, she's like, what's it like being gay? Or like a homosexual. And I also recently uh, read or listened to uh, Ladies Who Punch, the the 
the behind the scenes story of The View. And um, I learned a lot more about Barbara Walters in that. Uh, and she sort of like worried about what her, um, what the per, uh, perception of her interviewing a gay man might do. And it's like, really? We're, we're doing that? And then he calls her out and says like, she's like, oh, I, you know, I couldn't have done this a few years ago. And he's like, mm-hmm. you could have. You, Barbara Walters, could have, and you should have. Uh, his response was perfect. Yeah, he uh, he was. I that is like such a good, and it's funny because like also with like trans people, I I remember like back in like the early two thousands when that was becoming like talked about. Mm-hmm. I re, I feel like I saw a clip show of like maybe Barbara Walters, like which, and probably anyone that was doing interviews like with the way we just treated trans people like this. So like. What do you have down there? Like was a like a like a, a valid question in news reporting yeah. that it's like, I mean, how much we've changed? Like even like probably back then, I was probably like, yeah, I want to know. Um, well, they say so much. Thankfully. Yeah, they say that. Um, I think 2014 is when Laverne Cox and uh, oh god, girl from Drag Race, uh, season three. Yeah. Who was that? I know because we watched that together. We did. Carmen Carrera. So Carmen Carmen Carrera Carrera and Laverne Cox went on Katie Couric's talk show. And, you know, legend has it that that episode is essentially what got her canceled because she asked Carmen Carrera, like, what genitals do you have? And who was this? Katie Couric, her talk show. And she was like, what genitals do you have? Mm -hmm. And Carmen Carrera gave a very, um, a very courteous answer basically being like i'm not going to answer that and then laverne cox came out and read miss katie Couric down being like can i ask you what you have in your pants like why do why is it okay for yes you, you can ask me that that uh, i think is the interview i'm thinking of where it's like yeah like throwing it back in the face where it's like oh yeah like we just i like and i think it like not to like ex- excuse it but like yeah we never had like had it like turned and been like oh yeah that's a fucked up question to ask and that was a moment where I was like, oh, duh. And it's like, girl, stop it. Like, and I just loved that Laverne Cox was like, is it, is it appropriate for me to ask you what you have in your pants? Like, where yeah. have we gotten as a culture that we think it's okay to ask people that simply because we're curious? And then I think she tells her to Google it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. That is um, a great reason. All right, Jeff, yeah. we're going to wrap up. But is there anything that you want to plug other than your podcast? Say it one more time. Uh, Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. It's where we hunt monsters, Buffy style. Wonderful. And uh, what is your Insta, your regular Insta? You can find me on all socials at jmurdoink. That's J-M-U-R-D-O-I-N-K. Doink, doink. And he really lives up to the name. <laughs> or you can check out my other Instagram. Oh, what can I say? I'm a foodie where I do close-up shots of food. Yum, yum, yum. And come get you some. That one you'll have to find. I will not link it. Okay. Fair enough. It's disgusting. No, I will link it. Thank you so much. Um, all right, Jeff Murdoch, you are an apple of my eye oh you're an apple paltro thank you very much and you're the goop you're the goop to my yoni (laughs) bye